They said, no, not going to happen. So, here I am. Apologize for the delay. You do not want me to sing special music. All right, all right. Notice my wife immediately. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, uh, dismissing the children. Children can go to uh, their class at this time, and then we'll uh, continue from there together. So, this morning I want to share with you a message uh, entitled, uh, The Original Influencers. The Original Influencers. So, Matthew chapter 5, if you have your Bibles, you want to turn there with me this morning. I'm not super familiar uh, but in our world today, there are people who are called influencers. Uh, influencers are typically, not always, but typically, this is referring to social media. And they are people that somehow, some way, through something they've done, they've posted, they've said, or whatever the case may be, they have began to gather a following. And there are people who follow these people on social media. And they want to see what they do and hear what they say and all of those things about what's going on in their life. And so when a a person begins to get a large following of people who are interested in them, then all of a sudden manufacturers, uh, you know, companies begin to get interested in that person representing their product to all of those masses of people who are following them. And so thus they become known as influencers. And and so influencers are people who have an impact on other people's lives as far as decisions they make, products they buy, you know, directions they take in life. So they're called influencers. Now, I don't know a whole lot about that. I know they exist. I know uh, some people make, make their living. They make thousands and thousands of dollars because the manufacturing companies pay them uh, to represent their product and, and all kinds of different things that, that generate income by being an influencer. And uh, as I thought about that, I, I thought about influence in our world today. And uh, Matthew, the fifth chapter, I want to begin reading in verse 13. And as we read there together this morning, we discover the... Uh, original, if you would, influencers, okay? So Matthew chapter 5, beginning in verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how will it be made salty again? It is good for nothing anymore except to be thrown out and trampled under foot of, by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do men light a lamp and put it under a peck measure, but on the lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The original influencers. Jesus has just been speaking. And in his message, we see what we refer to as the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are really a definition or a a, a clarification of the character of Christians. It's about who we are supposed to be. It's about how we are supposed to live our lives. 
the, the things that we should do, the attitudes that we should have. And so when we read through the Beatitudes, we are looking at the Lord's definition of the character of a Christian, who we are. And so then he immediately follows it with a passage that we just read. So what he says is this. This is who you are to be as a believer. And here's the list of the characteristics. The Beatitudes are a list of the characteristics of who you're to be as a Christian. Now, if you are that person, you are a influencer. He says you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. That how you live your life influences or impacts the lives of others. Like sunrise and sunset. They are common events that are never commonplace. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have sunrise and sunset every single day. It's common. It's ordinary. It happens like clockwork every single day. But it's never commonplace. Never stood and, and, and seen or said and seen a, a sunrise and how that light coming over the earth and separating between the sky and the earth and the beautiful colors that it creates and the feeling that it gives that it's a, a fresh start, it's a new day. Or at the end of the day, a sunset and the beautiful colors in the sky as the sun begins to drift into night. And we see that sunset and it is beautiful and, and, and we just enjoy it so much. Listen, it's common. It happens every single day and has since the beginning of time. But yet it's not commonplace. It's not ordinary. It's something special even though it's common. I believe that there are teachings in God's Word. There are, are principles that He in, com- communicates to us. They're common, but they're not commonplace. And I believe this is one of those principles. I believe this is one of those teachings. I want you to understand today, it doesn't matter who you are, how young you are, how old you are, where you are in life, every one of us are influencers. As Christians, Jesus said... This is the character of the way you're supposed to live. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. You are influencers. And you either influence people for good or you influence them for bad. You influence them in a positive and a good and an encouraging way that leads them in the right direction or you influence them in a negative way. You influence them in a way that is not good or beneficial for their life. But every single one of us as Christians, as believers, as a part of the family of God, he says, if you are displaying the character of the Beatitudes and a follower of mine, you are an influencer. You are the salt and you are the light. And you impact the world around you and the people that you come in contact with. Listen to another passage. We're going to come back there to Matthew chapter 5. But listen to Romans 14 beginning in verse 7. For none of us lives for ourselves alone. You hear that? This is how important that is. None of us live for ourselves alone. It's not just about me is what he's saying. And none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord. Now he's talking about believers. He's talking about Christians. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die... 
We die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that He might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. For this very reason, do you understand what He just said? The purpose for Jesus living and dying is so that He might be our Lord. The whole purpose behind it. That's exactly what He just said. For this purpose... Jesus died and returned to life so that He might be Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother or your sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will acknowledge God. So then, each of us, We'll give an account for ourselves to God. Therefore, remember what I always say, if you see the word therefore, ask yourself the question, what's it there for? Therefore refers to what we just read, what he just said. He said, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. He said, listen. You are an influencer. If you are a believer, you are an influencer. You influence people. And he said, stop judging them. Stop holding them in contempt in your life. And he said, and here's the thing. Make up your mind. Choose. So I'm making up my mind. Choose for yourself that you are not going to be a negative influencer. You're not going to be the stumbling block. You're not going to be a person that gets in the way of a brother or sister as an obstacle to them in relationship to Jesus Christ. And so he says, you have to choose that. You and I have to choose every single day how we're going to influence others. Are we going to influence them in a positive way, in a good way, in an encouraging way in regards to the truth of God's Word? Or are we going to influence them by being a stumbling block or being an obstacle that gets in the way of their relationship with Jesus Christ? And the fact of the matter is, every single day, that happens in our lives. As influencers, every single day, we either influence the way that we should, or we influence the way that we shouldn't. So we have to to look at ourselves and ask the questions and say, where am I in regards to that? Where am I in regards to how I am influencing others in life? He says, you are the salt of the earth. Let's talk about salt for a minute. I'm sure you've heard this many times before, and, and so we're going to spend a lot of time on it, but, but it bears us referring to today. What is salt? Salt is a preservative, and salt is a taste enhancer. Okay? Uh, salt is one of those things that, that it preserves things and has been used for preserving meat and other things since the beginning of time. And salt is still used as a preserver today. Even though we have modern refrigeration, even though we have the ability to, to freeze and, and to freeze dry and instant freeze and all those kind of things, salt is still used as a preservative today to preserve things that we want to last longer so that we can use them later. It is also used as a taste enhancer. What does that mean? It simply means it makes it taste better. <laughs> you know, that's really it. It's a taste enhancer, but it makes things taste better. Sometimes you will hear people say, hey, that needs a little bit of salt. What are they saying? Well, it doesn't taste as good as it could. 
right? So a little bit of salt will make that taste better, right? Now we know we have to be careful about salt because it contributes to high blood pressure and all those other things. But the fact of the matter is salt often is used to make things taste better. So when he says we're the salt of the earth, there are two things that we are looking at. We are looking at being a preservative. What does that mean? It means that we preserve others' lives for the future. That our influence impacts them, preserves them in order to encourage them in regards to the relationship with the Lord. Second thing is, guess what? As salt, we make life a little bit better. Just like salt makes that taste a little bit better, as salt, when we interact with people, we make life a little bit better because we're living for the Lord, we're influencing in a positive way, and it makes life better. Now, I want you to understand that these people that Jesus is teaching, this original teaching to, these words that he's saying, it would have meant something it's very similar, but it would have, would have had a different impact on them than it does us. Because if we want salt, what do we do? We go to the store, and we pick salt off the shelf, and we purchase it, and we take it home, and we use it. Okay? In their day and time, they didn't have the ability to do that. And so they would go down to the Dead Sea, and they would find a, a big chunk of salt, and they would lop it and cut it off, and they would take it home, and they would use that salt. And so they used salt to preserve the fish that they would fish, the meat that they would eat, and other items that would sustain their life. And this salt came from nature. And it was a natural thing that God provided in order to help them to preserve and enhance or add to the flavor of what they ate. But it was provided by God, and all they had to do was go down to the sea and get them a chunk and bring it back to their home. And so salt was used, and they would have understand the image of this. As Jesus begins to paint this picture, listen, here's the characteristics and the character of a Christian, and as such, you are salt. And that's where their mind would immediately go. Oh, salt. You mean the stuff we go down to the sea and we cut us a big chunk and we bring it back to the house and we use it to make our meat last longer and we use it to add flavor to the things we eat in life. That salt, that's who we are. They would have understood that. And so we have to understand what it means for us to be salt and light in the world in which we live. It simply means we have influence. I don't know about you, but that's a sobering thought. I am responsible. You hear what I'm saying? I am responsible to influence others in a good way. It, it is what God has placed me here to do. It is what He has called me to do. It is how He has, has instructed me to live my life, is influencing other people and influencing them for the good of the kingdom of the Lord. You and I are salt. And we are to help preserve we are to add flavor, and we are to bring benefits to the lives of others. That's what preservative and adding flavor does. So that brings us to the next thing, and that is, he says to us, what use are we if we are no longer salty? 
What use are we if we are no longer able to influence others? So what's he talking about? What, what does he mean when we are no longer salty? Well, what he's saying is this, is that through our life, through the choices that we make and the directions that we take and the things that we do, we can lose our ability to influence others. How does that happen? Well, because of sin, because of choices, because of directions, because of things that I do, people will look at us and go, if that's what a Christian is, I don't want anything to do with it. If that's what somebody goes to church acts like, why do I want to go to church? And so my influence becomes a negative influence by the way that I've lived my life and what people have seen of me outside of these walls. And so we become saltless. We're no longer salty. We no longer uh, allow our life to be able to be a preservative or to add taste or flavor to life because of the decisions we've made, the paths we've taken, and the things that we've done. I want you to listen to what he says. We have no use anymore. We bring no value to the kingdom of God when we have made those choices, when we've gone down those paths, when they've done those things. He said, we are no longer salty. We no longer can preserve and we no longer can add flavor to, and so we have become useful. How does that happen? Listen to this passage in Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2, beginning of verse 17, gives us some pretty direct understanding of what it means for us to become saltless or no longer salty in life. Now, you, if you call yourself a Jew, if you rely on the law and boast in God, if you know His will and approve of what is superior because you are instructed by the law... If you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, see what we're talking about? Influencer. If you are a guide for the blind, a light for those who are in the dark, isn't that exactly what Jesus said? Jesus said you're the salt and the light. And now he says, listen, if you consider yourself, if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind and a light for those who are in the dark, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of little children, because you have in the law an embodiment of knowledge and truth. You then who teach others, or influence, we can put the word in there, influence, who teach others, do you not teach yourself? Wait a minute, this is taking a turn, isn't it? So, so you're instructing, you're teaching, you're leading, you're influencing others. What about your own life? He said, you're taking care of your own heart, your own relationship with the Lord. You got to teach yourself. You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that people should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law, do this, do, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? Hear what he says? He says, you're an influencer. Have you allowed your influence to, to go in a negative direction? Now listen to this. As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. How do I become saltless or, or no longer salty in life? 
He said, it's when you say, do as I say, not as I do. It's when you proclaim one thing, but you behave differently. We call that in our world what? Hypocrite. Hypocrite. When we live our lives as hypocrites and we, oh, I go to church and I do this and I do that and all of those things, but how we live our life and the decisions that we make and the things that we say and the things that we do, when, they're, when they just don't coincide with being a Christian and what God's Word says about us, He says, you're no longer salty. You no longer have the ability to influence in the way that you should because you have allowed the corruption of this world to influence your life more than the characteristics of God. Remember, Jesus listed the Beatitudes, those characteristics. And he said, you're not living that way anymore. And because you're not living that way anymore, you no longer have the ability to be salt and light. You no longer can, can influence in a good way other people. So, so we have to begin to look at our lives. And we have to ask some real serious questions. Am I salt? Am I still salty? As a believer who loves the Lord, who has accepted His gift of salvation, who have allowed the Holy Spirit to come and live in my life, am I still salty? Or have I, have I lost my ability to influence because of the way that I live my life, the choices that I make, the directions I take, and the things that I do? You see, we can't come in here and act like we love the Lord on Sunday and go out there and live like the devil the rest of the week. Can't do it. Because if we do that, we're exactly where we find them in the Scriptures here. God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles. Listen to these words. Wouldn't that be haunting to hear because of you? God's name is not accepted. God's name is not believed. His teachings are not embraced because of you. Think about that for a moment. God's, word, God's name is blasphemed. That they don't believe in Him. They won't accept Him. They won't embrace His teachings because of you. And what did He say they had done? He said, well, you said don't steal, but you steal. You say don't commit adultery, but you commit adultery. You say that you shouldn't worship idols, but you worship idols. He said, so you're saying one thing with your mouth, but you're doing something else with your life. And he said, when you do that, you're no longer salty. And we become that hypocrite. And we become that person that people look at and they go, man, I hear what he says, but I see how he lives. And because of that, I don't want anything to do with it. We all are influencers. We all influence in some way, in some shape, in some form. Whether good or bad, we influence. So really, here's what I want us to do this morning. I want us to take a moment and ask ourselves the question, is the life that I live all week long consistent with my sitting here being here this morning. The life that I live all week long, every single day, when I'm at work, when I'm at home, when I'm doing whatever it is that I do in life, extracurricular activities, 
when, when, I, when I'm engaged in the world in which I live, am I the same person there that I am here? If I am, I'm salt and I'm light. If I answer that question this morning and say I'm not, then I'm no longer salty. And I have no value to the kingdom of God. They would have understood this, again, same message, but a little bit differently than you and I. Because when they went down to the, the, the sea and they lopped off their piece of salt and they took it home and they began to use it, over time, moisture, we know what happens with with salt, over time, moisture, water, anything of that nature would cause the salt to what? Dissolve. And what would be left? Would be left minerals, dirt. Thing. Remember, this wasn't processed. It was just lopped off out here at the edge of the sea. I took it home. I started to use it. So when it gets to the bottom and, and it's dissolved and it's gone and the saltiness is no longer salty, he says, guess what? All that's left are some minerals and some dirt and some things that maybe look like salt, but they aren't salt, and it's no longer salty. It's no longer useful. And he said, what do you do with that? He said, they're just going to take it out and throw it in. The, they're going to throw it in their fields because there's enough salt and minerals and stuff left that it wouldn't allow the plants to live. And so he says, they're going to throw it in the streets. That's why he talks about trampled underfoot. He's not talking about out where we're growing our crops. He's not talking about out where, where our, our animals are grazing. We don't want to throw it out there because it's going to kill stuff. Oh, wait a minute. What? So if I'm no longer salty, not only do I become useless to God, I'm influencing in a way that kills stuff. Think about that for a moment, what he just said. You're going to cast it out where it can be trodden under the foot of man. It's going to be in the street and the roads and the plass and, and the places we go that we don't want things to grow. It's going to be in the places where we don't want things to live and thrive because of the paths and it's the roads and the places we go. We're not going to put it in our fields. We're not going to put it where our sheep graze. We're not going to put it where, where our, our crops are raised because it would kill them. It would rob life. When we're no longer salty, we rob life from others because we are a negative influence. And so I want to tell you this morning, we've heard all of our Christian life about salt and light. It's common. But I want to tell you, it is, it is extraordinary to understand the responsibility that God has given us to be influencers for the kingdom of God. And it is a little bit frightening and intimidating to think about the fact that if I'm not being salty and I'm not influencing in a good way, then I am for sure robbing people of life and influencing in a bad way. And I'm pretty sure this morning none of us want to be that person. So this morning we're going to offer an invitation to him. And the invitation is to invite you to look at your life and simply ask the question, am I still salty?